Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 323. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Pardon me, my ass. I'm Ichigo Gami. And I'm Wild Space. Yes, and Mako-chan has a night off because she didn't go to Otakon and she did not want none of this. But she sends her love with every brick she has thrown so far. And that was my bad because I forgot to hit stop in Winamp. Derp. Yeah. Womp womp. Yep. Winamp's just really excited about the Otacon report. It's perfectly fine. Maybe so, but it also <laughs> helped that Firefox crash twice, which means if it crashes two more times, I have this odd feeling my whole system's going to get uh, the crash and burns. You get a free soda in your third crash. I wish. Mm-mm, that delicious blue screen of death. Goes great with uh, Con Crunch cereal. Actually, it's a green screen of death. Oh, no. Yeah, in Windows, That's a different color. Yeah, in Windows 10, there is no more blue screen of death. There's green wow. here in the Insider's Build. There's the gray screen of death and the black screen of death. That's terrifying. Well, thank yes. you for that forewarning. I'll be looking forward to it as my computer gets older. Well, as long as you... <laughs> I think, like I said last week, that because my uh, background accents were purple, I got a purple screen of death. Well, as long as you don't do the things that I do on my computer, you don't have to worry about that. I don't I, even know what you do to hit your computer half the time. I produce porn on my Hacking. computer. What do you no. think I do? Honestly, I'm afraid to go near the thing because I'm accidentally brushing against the keyboard and blowing myself sky high. No, that would be Misty from OLR. Anything as long as you keep his virtual waifu happy, it's all good. Well, that too. But the, I don't mind... See how is going to... Reach your hand through the monitor and strangle me? Mm. Yep, with her love, her chain. Well, that's all good and dandy, but there's only one person that's not really allowed to near, be near my computer. That's uh, Misty from OLR, because she has this tendency of breaking electronics, and yeah, I would end up having to bury her body somewhere in the backyard. But I think it's because the memory that's in the computer is run is two different speeds, even though it's running at the same speed now, I think that's causing a problem, because when I went to rebuild the computer, I'm thinking, oh, this is the right memory. It is. These run at a faster speed, so I was like, oh. Oh, well. I'm not too, too worried about it. Either than that, I need to put a little bit more uh, cooling air conditioning power inside my computer. But, anywho, enough about that. We are live today, week of August 15th, 2017, here on the VOG Network. We are, see, we are here uh, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to uh, anime, uh, animejamsession.com slash network where there is some information about some of the podcasts that are on and off the VOD network that we support, and there is an IRC link. If you link, if you click on that, it'll bring you directly into the chat room. And we also have Discord. If you head over to on that site, 
uh, AnimeJamSession.com/vog network. There is a Discord link there. You click on that. If you're already logged in, it'll bring you right in via the website, the application, or whatever works. Um, it's time for us to go around the room with how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Um, well, Otakon, obviously. Yes. And, yes. like I said, last week was the remainder of my vacation. I made it down the shore one day, mostly just to dick around in the boardwalk and uh, buy some food things. But I think I went over that last week. I'm not sure. You did. Yeah, I did. So, yeah, other than that, I just spent one, spent the day after that just getting ready for the con, and then Thursday packed up and went. Mm. Okay, cool. And, it, and I got, and my transfer finally came in from work, so I work a lot closer to my home now. Oh, that's good, so a lot more That's walking. awesome. Which means, you know, less, t less time getting to work, less money spent on gas, but it just happened this week, so... Well, that's, that's awesome. And so it's too late to see it. It's too early to see how much uh, I'll benefit from it, you know? The well, it's a nice perk to clean up after the con, though, right? <laughs> I guess so. Do you still have to go to bed at 5? I mean, you still have to get up at 5? Yeah. Uh, at least this way you can come home and get throw a little... Give yourself an extra half-hour nap or something like that. Mm -hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? What's been going on? It's been a while. It's been a little while. Hey, guys. Uh, you'll hear my, um, I call this my uh, post-con lounge singer jazz voice because I have slight laryngitis. So please excuse me for not being a little more po perky, a little more moe. I've been that all weekend, and it's been a lot of work. Um <laughs> It's been a lot of fun. Overall, very positive experience. I know that there are a lot of people that are kind of butthurt with the way things were set up at the convention center, but overall, I've noticed positive things. Um, from a staffer's point of view, I'll let you guys know what's going down in Wait, actual go, Chinatown, go, because on, that's where we are now. Itch you go, hold and on, itch you go, hold it, on, hold yeah. on, hold on. You said, I know. You're, you said your voice was kind of out of it, and you felt kind of loungy, so I'm changing your background music. Okay. If it's fly me to the moon, I'm gonna beat you. Uh, no, no, no. I think I give you some Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. Oh yes. Oh God, what's what song is it? Well, if you listen, you'll hear it. I know this song. You should. I think we all know this song. It's just got a big entrance. It's got a big opening queue. Yes, it is. Yep. I could wake up. Close put on a little makeup. Oh my I God. just contemplate away that shake up. Why'd you leave the keys upon the table? Why'd you leave the keys upon the table? Why did you leave your mailed badge from Otacon on the table before you left for the con? Am I right? Well, people anyway. actually left their badges? Yeah, people left their badges, and they were like, how do I, how do I do? It's okay, though. We'll talk a little bit more about that in, in the report. But yeah, overall, very positive. I'm sorry for singing and breaking all of your ears. Um, <laughs> but 
But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun for me. I had a lot of new experiences. If you keep track on my uh, social pages and stuff, I had a lot of new experiences this weekend, and so it was a lot of fun. Overall, it was just a little bit of stress before the weekend, and then the weekend happened, and now I exist again after sleeping for like 14 hours. So yay! Right now, I'm picturing you kind of trying to address a Jessica Rabbit with the microphone. I would do it. I, if, if Modern Jukebox asked me to, to go and sing, I would I would be all about that life. I'm kind of curious about them. It seems like so many people are listening to them. In my self-righteous suicide. I might just have to uh, listen to them at work, so... They're good. It's good, it's good music. Any lounge new age stuff is always good. Hmm. Okay. Something like that. I could have sworn I actually had more than just that one song. I actually have one of his albums. It's the Christmas one. I'm like, I could have sworn I had more than that. I thought I had a couple other albums, too. But anywho, moving right along. Wild Spice, how's your week? How's your day? How you been? I've been doing okay. Um, pretty much the week was spent in getting ready for Otacon because I had to finish up costumes because I was doing, I was in photo shoots. I was also doing photo shoots and I also was staffing. So I'm all about that staff life, like uh, Ichigo Gami. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, staff is represent. Woo! Um, other than that, the really great Otacon. I'm actually getting ready to go to another con this weekend. It's PsychoCon in Allentown. I'm actually a cosplay guest. I'm only going on Saturday and Sunday, though. But Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Yay! Get lots of pictures! I mean, obviously to. you will, but, but get lots anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I'm back on my old schedule, except now I work on... I work a weekend day now, but um, I'm back to an 11 to 8 schedule where I was working a 4 a.m. to 1 p.m., which is why I had to not be on the podcast for a while, so... That's quite all right. Yeah. So I can sleep normal now. <laughs> okay. Well, my weekend day has been interesting besides work and all of that. I accidentally left my USB card reader and, and one terabyte drive at home. So, thankfully, I bought myself time because I still had photos and videos from prior conventions on my cards I already dumped. So, I made room for that. And the con was good. We're going to talk about that further in detail. Work's been pretty good. Can't complain too, too much. And I finally got an RMA back for my... Um, Bluetooth mouse. What happened was it, it was working and then it just stopped working. I replaced batteries and it was just randomly work. So I contact the company, send it back to them. They send me a brand new one. I open it up, take it out the box, put the battery in. Does not turn on. So I'm like, maybe it's hot from the delivery. I go to work, come back, try it again. Still doesn't turn on. So now I have to figure out a way sometime this week or next week to get it in the, uh, in the mail. 
And if I swear, if they send me another one that's busted, I'm gonna be like, I'm going to Amazon and be like, look, I've already exchanged it two two times. It's busted. Can you guys give me a store credit? And I'll buy something else. I mean, I like this company because I have their desktop mouse. It's good. But um and the only reason why I bought them, I make when I used to build PCs for a living, I always use their boards, cause they're good. I just figured, you know. I didn't see a lot of Bluetooth mice, and the ones I saw were really expensive, so I was like, I wanted something that was reasonably priced. And to be perfectly honest, outside of computer memory, hard drives, and motherboards, and like cooling components, it doesn't really matter um, what other parts you get. Like, yeah, I have a $150 keyboard here, but for some people, they could find another keyboard that's just about the same price as the reason that could do the same thing at a lower cost. It just all depends on who you go to, brand loyalty, and all that good stuff. Um, and that's basically has been my week and day. And if we go into the chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, Rager is asking Wild Spice about Allentown in reference to within Buffalo, New York. No, my friend, we're talking Allentown, Pennsylvania. Home of Yeah, that's place. way out in the. That's way out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, now that we got that out the way, we're going to go ahead, uh, take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Otakon, because we have four days to cover. And I think we probably have some crazy, chaotic stories to talk about, you know? So... Oh, my gosh! Did you... Did anybody drown? No, nobody drowned. If this is okay. I did have to pull out my kayak. But okay. okay. If this is in I wanted to make sure. Is this if this is in reference to the uh, to Artist Alley? I got an email from Oticon about that. We'll talk about that. Oh too. yeah, no, yeah, I, I know exactly what happened. I had Ooh. a play-by-play -play on AANI as it was happening. Thankfully, Better I know die. exactly what's gonna like how it's ha it's being handled. So all the people who are really salty about the merch not being taken care of, it's been taken care of. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. That's what I figured. It's fine. This is fine. <laughs> that's, that's how I've been feeling for the last month, so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We'll be back.
Okay, normally as I am going, as the music is playing, I check, you know, articles and stories and other stuff, you know, on my timeline. So I just came across something kind of interesting about, let's call it a movie pass. $10 a month, unlimited movies at a theater near you. I would be all over that in a heartbeat. But um, now it seems that AMC Theaters is trying to sue these people. <sighs> well, fuck you guys. That's all I gotta say. Honestly, yeah, this does sound a little too good to be true. I mean, honestly, movie tickets alone are fifteen dollars. More, depending if you want to see something really high, like if you want to see something in three D or four D, you know. Mm-hmm. Hell, the only time I go to the movies is when T-Mobile Tuesdays gives me the hookup. So, oh, I'm actually feeling extra generous for myself because you know. That and sometimes I'm a little bit too lazy to, find, to go to a $7 matinee, and usually when they have the matinees, I got work. But anywho, enough about that. Let's talk Otakon. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, Otakon is pretty much is the country's biggest fan-run convention. Some will argue that AX is the bigger one, but the difference is AX is more of a trade show than it is a convention based on the people that run their board. But if you want to say, it is pretty much the biggest convention on the East Coast. Anime convention, that is, because then you got those who scream about New York Comic Con and, you know, fuck New York Comic Con. Oh, did I say that out loud? And you got it on tape. Oh, Maybe well. just a little, Ranma. Oh, well. Oops. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, anywho, let, let, let's talk Otakon. Um, Thursday. See, I got down there late, and I ended up doing a photo shoot, but that's probably the least interesting thing to deal with. So, Wild Spice, Ichigo, tell us about your Thursday, a.k.a. Day Zero. Hey, well, Wild Spice, you want to take it first? Sure. So I haven't been. It's been a little since. It's been a while since I got back into the con scene. This was the first con in a while I've gone down on Thursday. We already decided next year we're going down Wednesday. <laughs> the traffic really? was really. Yeah, um, I did that one year for Otakon. I actually like doing that because you could sightsee or whatever on Wednesday and then Thursday, chill and go to the con as you will. But um, we'd be down there a little earlier, so. Um, my two friends who are gophers could go do Maid Cafe with Ichigogami. So we got down there a little earlier. They Wait, had, which ones are your friends? Um, Ashbury and... Mara. Oh my god, yes, yes, yeah, I love them to death. <laughs> yes, so we all rode down together, so we got down a little earlier so they could go for boot camp. Um, so we got down there, got into our room pretty quick. Then my friend Jesse and I had to find parking. Fun part is she has a big truck, so we couldn't park in the Marriott parking garage because her truck would not fit. So we had to find a parking garage nearby that her truck would fit in. So she's parking Panda. We found the parking garage a couple blocks away, so she parked there. That was fun. <laughs> we walked back to Yay. the hotel. Um 
we just we hung out for a bit because we were waiting for them because they had their training. Um, Jesse and I actually went and set up for Oda Cafe since we staff Oda Cafe. And the rest of our Oda Cafe crew got a flat tire on the way down and didn't get down for setup until like nine o'clock at night. So oh my, my friend God, and I, <laughs> my friend and I, um, we went and we got our equipment for Oda Cafe, but then we had to go on an adventure to try to find the bin for Oda Cafe that has like all of our songbooks and things in it. We ended up having to go all the way across the convention center to the loading dock, which is in Hall E, which is where the dance was. Oh my God, my arms hurt the rest of the weekend because I had to carry the bin all the way back from Hall E to M4 of the Marriott. You, you, uh, your stuff was actually right next to my stuff. And uh, I always have to go to the loading dock. <laughs> we ended up bringing all of Lolita Garden's stuff over with our stuff because they had it on the table and they were just like, this is all your stuff. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, right. They're like, here, take your stuff. Oops. Oh, okay. They, they did offer us a cart, but then we would have had to walk the cart all the way back. So we're like, yep. we're good. Just carry it. <laughs> um, set up Oda Cafe. Then we went out to dinner at some... Japanese Chinese place in Chinatown, which their Chinatown's pretty nice. Um, we ate there, came back, and just chilled out the rest of the night for the most part. Um, yeah, it wasn't too painless. Check in was great. It was quick, no problems. I did um, did hear a couple other people had problems checking in. Like they went to check in and they were, oh, we only have one bed in the room. What? <laughs> you too. So. No, didn't, it actually didn't happen to me. It actually happened to the people I was working with in Oda Cafe. It happened to them twice, actually. So they got there, checked in, went up to the room, only one bed in the room. They came back down, and they're like, oh, okay, sorry about that. We fixed it. Went back up. There was now a queen-size bed in the room. And they're like, what? One queen-size bed. So they go back down, and they finally fixed it. <laughs> Musical oh beds. Mm. Yeah, musical beds. Um, what floor was everybody on who was in the Marriott? I was 15. on fourth floor. Fifteen. So was I. Yeah, fourth floor. No, because there are a lot of people who are on the higher up floors, not the fourth floor. So. Fourth floor was great. Recommend it. Um, but yeah, that was mostly my Thursday. It was a lot of running around getting set up for the con because we had to pretty much cover since no one else from Oda Cafe had arrived yet because of blowing out their tire. <laughs> but we we got it done. It was good. Actually, well, good. Thursday wasn't... I mean, Thursday wasn't very eventful for me. Um, basically, what happened with me that I woke up at 6 in the morning and I got going. Um, I run the Maid Cafe at Otakon. I have for the last for five years now and uh it was basically just running around trying to get everything together because i knew it was going to take me forever to get my hotel key to the room because of how i deal with the maid cafe i like to have things so i can do things after hours it took me about 12 hours to find out that the hotel does not have a key for that set of spaces and has a security guard that goes around like they don't yeah. get a key out because it, it it plays with security down there but um so it took me all day to find that out. Um, yeah, Thursday is basically just the, oh my god, I have to get all my shit now, yay. Thankfully, we're a really small department. Downside, okay, so Upside ordered us a cart, so we wouldn't have to borrow their cart, and we wouldn't have to bring it back. Downside, the casters were not installed, and I did not have a socket wrench. Ooh. <laughs> 
But that's okay. We figured it out. Um, it got unpacked, and then my staff started to show up, ran around the convention center, trying to get my pub op signs and stuff like that, getting set up and everything like that. Um, a lot of it was just going through the convention center and going back. I was on M4 as well. I was basically directly across from the Oda Cafe. Um, and that was it. Uh, it was really, really uneventful for me. Uh, a lot of it was just that at noon, um, like she was saying, her friends came down for boot camp. Boot camp is what we do at Maid Cafe. It's kind of like if you've ever been in theater, like if you've had Hell Week, um, that's, we have it condensed into a day. So we have all our practice, all our uniform looks, last looks, and, and all that stuff all in a day. Um, and this, is, uh, this was over 40 people. It was a lot. Um, it was a lot of craziness um, and everything. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty strange and, and crazy and terrifying. Um, so overall, it was, it was a pretty great day. Um, it was just very, very busy. Like, it's always busy on Thursday for me. See, now, here's the thing. When you say boot camp, I'm picturing Ichigogami in full Lolita and camouflage style with the hat, with the big brim uh, drill instructor cover on her head. The campaign cover? Yes. Is that what it's called? No, they, they're called DI covers. Drill instructor covers or drill sergeant covers. Okay. Well, there is a thing and called military Lolita, Adam. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> and... At the front, and usually at the front of the cover, if you're, except for the Marines, it'll put, it has like your insignia, your rank. The Marines, it's the Eagle Globe and Anchor. I could picture Ichigo's, hers just has the Otakon logo, it's a fancy style, and she just comes out, and she's speaking softly, and everyone's like, huh, huh, then she just explodes on them, telling them what they have to do, and they're all just standing there at the position of attention ready to shit their pants no i mean that was a little bit of it um i actually had to start a clapping um pattern because they were all excited they were all excited they never met each other they wanted to get to know each other it's about socializing and stuff like that so i had to go and they had like that was the only way they would listen because i couldn't speak yeah. Because they were talking so much feverishly with each other that they couldn't hear me speaking. So I had to start a clapping regimen so that they would pay attention. Um, uh -huh. But other than that, it went really smoothly. Um, and that was kind of my Thursday. I wrapped up at probably about 3 in the morning, but that was pretty much my whole weekend. So <laughs> wrapping up at 3, waking up at 6. Yep, sounds about right. Well, now. Kudos. <laughs> See... <laughs> My thurs, my day zero was pretty much straightforward. Now, I had to work. I was originally going to take the day off, but the department was like a bit of a skeleton crew, so I'm like, yeah, I'll come in, but I have to leave early. No problem. So I was like, you know what? I'll take the train down. Be down there in about three and a half hours, give or take. If I had known it was going to take four hours, I would have taken the bus. Because I did not get to the hotel till about 7.45, give or take. And I left here out of New York. I left work at 2. Train was supposed to be at 3.30, 3.35. Didn't show up till 3.45. And then it was just sluggish all the way down. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? But, <clears throat> upon getting there, we too got the single beds. And I even called and, and made sure that 
double beds were on the reservations. Which, now, now, here's my thing. The main reason why hotel rooms sell out quickly is because people want the double beds. They're going to fit four, five, six, up to ten people in a room. Figure two people to a bed and everybody else is on the floor. I will do four people, five tops if I know everyone pretty well and we're all packing light. That's fine with me. Now, there are some people who end up with a king size and when they call to do rooms with, they get lucky and end up with a double. Well, that's good for them. Good for them. Good for you. So, but then that means the person who has the double bed gets screwed out. Now, here's something you may not know. A lot of hotels have a set of backup rooms in case shit happens. So when you demand about about the reservation, they go get the manager, the manager comes out and flips the beds over, you know, flips over to whatever it is. But there are those cases where even those reserved rooms get sold out. And it's happened to me at PAX East one year, and I'm just like, ugh, never again. And here. Thankfully, you know, we had sleeping bags, air mattresses, and stuff, so we were able to make do. And I ended up developing a headache that entire weekend. And I think it was because I didn't eat properly or I switched my eating, because I eat a lot of fruit. I'm switched over to eating, like, granola bars and this and that, so that probably did something. But thankfully, by Sunday evening, afternoon, and it finally gone away. It was always it was like that light nagging kind of headache where you know as long as I'm walking around doing the con taking pictures, does not bother me at all. I'm good. So, and I did a photo shoot with a friend of mine. She was 2B from near Automata. So, I'm probably going to edit a couple of those pictures real quick, probably this week, and send them to her as a sneak preview back here. I don't know when the rest are going to go up, but we'll see what I can do. So, yeah. And that was basically my day zero. Ari? <clears throat> I don't think mine was nearly as uh, fun or interesting as yours. I mean, it, I didn't have any trouble driving down there. It was just the trip was just a little lonely, you know, all, going through all the roads. But going through, like, the roads down there, you know, passing Baltimore, and looking out over, like... <sighs> But then, uh, <clears throat> I tried, like, the problem started when I got there and I tried looking for a place to park. And the hotel we stayed at, the Marriott, mm -hmm. it only had valet parking. And they wanted $56 a night. I nearly jumped out of my car and throttled the parking attendant for, because I wasn't sure I had heard what I had just heard. Yikes. So, huh? Yikes. So I, you know, pulled out of the parking lot, you know, in the middle of the guy explaining everything, because fuck that noise. And I was, you know, going through every parking app I had, and the one you suggested, looking for another place to park. I managed to find a uh, parking in the uh, Renaissance Hotel just across the way. That's good. That wasn't as bad it's I still ended up paying like a hundred bucks or so for the weekend, but it could have been worse. Oh yeah. And it was hot and muggy, and when I was walking, whenever I walked around for like more than five minutes, I just started sweating fucking buckets. But that was for the entire weekend. And because I didn't have any money on any of my 
cards to you know to clear the room or whatever to the to, to for them to uh, finish letting us check in i just decided eh, we'll wait we'll wait in the uh hotel lobby and whatever because because <laughs> i told you i wasn't coming down till late there's nothing i could do about that so yeah but they, they just made it sound like more of a pain than uh, it should have been because it really wasn't. All they was going to do was just hold the card and then they was going to do a flip. So, you know, because they, 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 they didn't charge me till Sunday anyway. Now, as for coming in early, Wild Spice, if you're going down Wednesday, I might come down Wednesday and sleep on your floor. <laughs> sure, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'll be up early Possibly. Thursday to check into oh, my God. room so I can do all the sightseeing stuff too, you know? Right. Anyway, I didn't have any trouble getting my badge and whatnot. That's good. I was talking to some people online, like in line for the 18 plus wristbands, but about what we were doing here, like because uh, they took interest in the little press ribbon on my badge, and I got them to like the Facebook page of my personal fan book Facebook page. Um, my my fan page, I mean. Gotcha. So that was fun. Okay. Cool. And yeah, I I ended up eating like. Like, like fucking garbage the entire weekend. I mean, I bought snacks for everyone, but I think I may have only had, like, one decent quote-unquote meal. Eating? What's that? You know some I think when we bring snacks to the room, I think we need to stop bringing the granola bars and stuff. I think we need to stop that. Why's that? Because it's, it's part of, I guess, uh, I call it otaku eating, you know? Because think mm-hmm. about it. We, Just but, rubbing to stave off hunger. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I guess granola bars are fine, but people, you're bringing chips and cookies and all the, you know, then you not really want to eat a meal. I think what I'm going to start doing is I'm just going to bring ramen. Now, I understand for some cases ramen isn't any better than a bag of chips, but you know what? I think an instant ramen is a little bit more f- fulfilling and satisfying compared to, like, a bag of chips ahoy. Or you could bring, you know, a roll of bread, some peanut butter and jelly, or some tortillas instead of bread if you're limited for space. Or you could bring oatmeal, which is what I bring. Yeah. Um, I mean, but a lot of that, too, is, is that my diet is very strict because things make me sick. Yay. Yep. I'll yeah, think I'll friend, try that next time. A, yeah, I mean, if, if the hotel has a fridge, bread, cold cuts, you good. I mean, the heads up, though, that is that you'd have to be making it via the coffee machine every day because they don't have microwaves in the Marriott. Yeah. Oddly enough. Nowhere, nowhere in the Marriott do but, they have microwaves. But you know what was interesting? At Anime Next, um, when we stayed in the Sheraton, each room had a microwave. Yeah. Um, there is a shocked. home suites that's down the sidewalk, like, no, uh, less than five minutes that you could have a whole kitchen. Yeah. I'm, but that's... But, but yeah. If you booking a room with a ho- if it, with a suite, yeah, that's one thing. But actual hotel rooms with microwaves like that, you know. Yeah. And generally, if I'm going with you to a convention and we're driving north and you're picking me up, I will probably bring my microwave with me. So. Hmm. But anywho, let's get down to day one of Otakon. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> yes! Redo it, Richard Cheese. Redo the countdown. Not this time, my friend. Not this time. Uh, All right. So, Ichigo, tell us about day one. Cool. Uh, day one. Friday. Um, 
I woke up at six again because my brain didn't want to sleep. What's sleep? Um, what is sleep? What are these things you call sleeps? Uh, winks, even. Uh, I basically, I woke up early, went down, and I got breakfast, and then I headed directly over to the main cafe to make sure everything was honky friggin' dory. Mm. Um, but it was more like finding dory um, after we almost got open, and then our system kind of died on us. Um, we, we had, like, our first two shifts or shows, because the way we run our cafe is, like, through shows. And it went well, and then all of a sudden it died on us. So we had a two-hour delay in the middle of the day, which, I mean, we just canceled the shift. But it really sucked because, one, we make money with our shifts <laughs> to repay the crazy fees for hotel catering. And two, those butts didn't get in seats, so obviously people got very salty. Um, we also didn't have our signs, unfortunately, because they didn't get printed um, yet. Um, and so we had a lot of people trying to take video and photos and stuff in the cafe, even after we expressly announced that it was not okay. Um, but besides that, uh, day one went okay. I was literally, I woke up, I put on my costume because I thought I was going to get a chance to just step out and get a photo or two with my Fight Like a Magical Girl group. Mm -hmm. um, I was dressed as Creamy Mammy, but like a punk pastel version. Um, but unfortunately, they were afraid because of the lines outside the door to pull me out of the room because they thought the crowds would murder them, which I don't doubt. I, I don't doubt that if they saw them peeking in, they'd probably... Uh, they're, they're like hyenas. They're, they're pretty vicious, uh, the crowds for the maid cafe. It's, it's pretty friggin' ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so overall, it was kind of crazy the first day. But it got better as the day went on, but it did kind of hurt us a little bit because there was a lot of... We had a lot of energy, and when you have a lot of energy and you kind of get going, and then all of a sudden you have to stop, then you get a lot of frustrated energy. So we worked through it, but it was a bit... Of a pain. Um, I mean, I love everyone. Uh, the departments that we work with always are super supportive, so I always think they're super awesome. And if I complain, I know it's not their fault. Like, it, I know a lot of it is that they're just staffers. They're just trying to do their job, and it's the systems that they have to work with. So I get it. Um, but, yeah, that's basically what happened to me is I was in the maid cafe all day. I mean, I was in costume, but I think the only picture I got of myself was a really crappy escalator selfie. Mm -hmm. Um but that was it. Um, a lot of people got the reference, though, which was kind of neat. Because Creamy Mammy is one of the first magical girl from the 70s. So she's old like me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Um, it went well for the first day. That was where I was all day. So exciting cat story. Yay. Yes. Yes. All right, Ari, how was your Friday? Uh, let's see. Um... I get, I got up at around I think seven or so. I had a little trouble sleeping, what with all the noise in the room. Uh huh. Oh, oh, something I forgot to mention about the day before. I had walked around, while you were doing the photo shoot. I was walking around looking for the pool. Yeah. What pool? Fortunately, I was the only one who didn't know there was no pool there. So, yay for that for them not feeling stupid too. Because mm. it's assumed. Yeah. A nice hotel like that. 
anyway, um, let's see. Uh, my first cosplay was Bear Hugger again. You know, got a lot of got a lot of uh, positive reactions from it, and uh, you know, a picture taken a couple times. Thankfully, I didn't get mistaken for King Hippo again. That's good. Well, it happened one time, but I'm like, the fuck. <clears throat> Any, and let's see. You know, went to a bu- whole bunch of panels and all that. Um, there was this uh, Taiko drum performance, uh, like in the like in the fourth uh, basement floor of the uh, Marriott, well, the M levels. I don't know what their official name was. It was like M, yes, M four. But there was this uh, local, you know, Taiko drum corps that, uh, that played a uh, set. Did he, did any of you guys hear about him? Did not hear a thing about it. Huh? Yeah, that's too bad. they really. It was a really fun performance. You know, you know, a lot of energy, a lot of like. Everyone was really into it and all. Uh, let's see. Panel after that, I was a. Uh, it's called nautical nonsense. You know, looking at Japanese naval history and how it uh, affected anime. Ooh. And a lot of like, a lot of times, you know, the Japanese like the navy like plays a big role either in either in space or you know terrestrial. A lot of the problems turn into throw the Yamato at it. Now the thing like, from uh, Yamato is playing in my head. Oh yeah, like, like got a problem like, on the high seas? Deploy the Yamato. Like, got a problem in deep space? You know, launch the space Yamato. You know, shit's going down on land. You know, beach the Yamato on them. Are you picturing like the Yamato just falling in, into frame from above? You know, like. With the like burning up for reentry, you know, effect around it, like no, Yamato. No, no. After you hear Yamato, it just drops like the Monty Python foot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and okay. After that, I had I had at one point come back and a change into Dan from Street Fighter. Okay. And that that was like that got a lot of good responses too. But, and uh, I was wearing the uh, the big wooden geta sandals I had to walk around in because you know barefoot. Gotcha. And it was even fun because I was in the game room for a while playing, especially you know the new Street Fu- Street Fighter Five, and I was I was doing all right, but people just thought it was really awesome seeing it, seeing Dan walking around playing video games. Um, oh yeah, and I also recorded the uh, lip sync for your cosplay panel for you. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I had thought that was I, after I had changed again. Yeah, I thought I had upload. I thought I guess when I had uploaded that to our Facebook page, but the video wasn't there. Eh, something must have happened during the upload, so I'll I'll figure it out later. So I thought you know when I saw Kyle Haybear was on the, uh, you the ticket for it. You did. I thought, huh? You did. You did. I, that, I was just saying. When I saw Kyle Haber on the ticket, I thought that he was going to be singing. No, it's just the um, people in the crowd chosen to uh, sing and dance on stage. Mm-hmm. But it was still a, a lot of fun. Um, oh, the other pa- the last panel I'd seen that day was about a 
North Korean animation. And um, how fucked up it can be sometimes. How, like, 90% of it is propaganda and shit like that. Wow. Uh, but... Yeah, after that, I had, you know, come back to the room and just, you know, watch TV before just crashing. So, uh, that's how my Friday went. Oh, okay. Um, Wild Spice, how did your Friday go? It was the best Friday ever. I got to staff the TM Revolution and Jam Project concert. That's nice. I was so excited because I've wanted to see TM Revolution since I was high school and every Otakon he's been at, I've missed him. So when he came on stage during the concert, I started crying. (laughs) Did you scream and throw your panties at him? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. But um, another guy I was um, staffing with, because they needed volunteers for it, so whoever was staffing it was a mishmash of staffers who volunteered. So the one guy I was hanging out with near the doors, because I was on ticket duty, he was saying, he heard two girls say, oh my god, he's so hot, when um, TM Revolution took his shirt off. It was like, he's in his, he's almost 50. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, people still gush over uh, Mick Jagger, literally and figuratively. (laughs) Yeah, um, so, back up a little bit, because concert was at the end of the night, but, um, Friday was pretty much, um, I worked in an Oda Cafe, so Oda Cafe is the karaoke room, so everyone comes there and sings karaoke. I also did a couple photo shoots with people that I've done photo shoots with at cons before. I also got a photo shoot done in my Lena costume, because usually I'm behind the camera, so that was nice. I felt bad, though, because my friend was supposed to be gallery with me, and her costume fell apart as she was walking to the shoot. Aww. Yeah, she did, um, she finished it up in the room, but she used hot glue for the armor, which was Ava foam, and it wasn't holding, so she's like, I'll have to, she's gonna remake it, she's like, I'm gonna have to use a stronger glue, because the hot glue wasn't holding up. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. Other than that, though, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, Friday was mostly, um, photo shoots and staffing. And then the concert, which the concert was amazing. Apparently, well, one, the floors were shaking from the concert. So that was a little scary. <laughs> the floors were shaking that much. Um, also, I heard um, from, the, like, over in the Marriott, people could hear the bass. So, Drop the bass! But yeah, no, it was a really, it was a really good concert. All the animatory staff that was there with the band, they were all all very nice. They were they were great. Um, we had a lot of people with their light up sticks, which that was that was fun because I actually got to participate with that. Because when we were staffing, they gave us one of the light up sticks to direct people to the mm-hmm. exit because you know in the dark, and we only had them going out one door. We didn't want them going out all the doors. Since we had a VIP, we had VIP entrance, and then we had the regular entrance. So, Jam Project performed first, 
they were amazing. I was so happy to see Masami because I love her. So <laughs> they were great. And then TM Revolution did his set. And then at the end, they all sang Skill together. So that was awesome. That's cool. And then after everybody else cleared out, the VIPs got to high-five everybody in the bands. So they lined all of them up and let them run and high-five them. <laughs> oh, so it was like a hockey handshake thing. Yeah. Except they had them go row by row for VIP and be like, okay, go high-five them. We weren't allowed to high-five them because we did not pay for VIP tickets. But well, it was nice sucks. to be that far away from them because they were awesome. That kind of sucks, though, but I get it, though. I get it. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, st staff for the concert was great. Like, they let us, they rotated us so we could get closer to the stage if we were further away from the stage, so everybody got an equal chance to see it. So I thought that was great, rather than just them make you stand there the whole time. So that was good. All right. Uh, but yeah, that was my Friday. Right, cool. <laughs> now... My Friday was pretty much mostly me doing photography like I always do. And I really wanted to uh, go to the concert, but I realized I've already seen them live, so I'm, like, I'm good. But an email came out from press saying if there was anyone that wanted could, to go, any song was, comp was comping tickets for press, I was like, mm, no, nah, that's okay. Much, you know, I would have loved to, but like I said, I've already seen them, so I really would have enjoyed it regardless. But... I ended up going to Jez's, uh, Jez Roth's uh, panel, Lip Sync for Your Cosplay. He pretty much, the rules were have fun. If you know the person going up against, you can do shade and smack talk. No Sasha Valor is allowed. And I was like, okay. I have no idea what that kind of meant, but you know. <laughs> I have a feeling you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, don't you, Wild Spice? No, I don't, but... <laughs> you know the reference. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and it was fun. One ca one guy get up on stage, he's saying uh, he was dressed as Spark from Pokemon Go. And I forget the song that they were doing, but as they were go going back and forth, he kicks up his wheelies and slides across the floor. The, 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 oh my the, god, that was hilarious. Stage, and some dude threw his pants at him. <laughs> wow. That was crazy. But, let's see, after that I went back up to the room, just relaxed for a bit, and I went to the rave, and it was pretty good. It was a schlep to get over there because everything was so spread out, but, you know, I think it was a little bit too spread out for me, but we'll, I guess we'll talk about that at a later time, so, you know. And that was my Friday, besides the fact that me wake up later than normal because of the headache that I had, because normally I get up around between 8 and 9, and I'm usually down in the, down in the dealers, down in the convention, like a half hour later, give or take, something like that, because... I, I, I do a lot of walking around, and I'm trying to meet up with a lot of people, so, you know, I figured earlier I'd get down there the better, so, that was my Oh, wait, we also got that early preview of the uh, dealer's room, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we got to walk through the dealer's room, and that was pretty nice. And it was cool, you know, to get an option to kind of buy stuff a little bit early if they were up. And they had, like, a, a mini uh, race car layout, you know, there was three cars that they had there. It reminded me of Anime Matsuri, which was kind of fun. And that was basically my Friday. Let's skip ahead to Saturday. 
Okay. Um, Ichigo, Saturday. Okay. Um, well, Saturday for me, again, <laughs> I'm sorry that my weekend isn't really exciting, guys. I it's just, okay. I ended up being in the cafe 90% of the time. So, it, it takes a lot of effort to run the event, and it takes, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a lot of work. Because I'm the department head, so that means I'm the boss lady. Or what my lovelies call me, Mama Mato. I don't have to be a mom, because <laughs> I've got over 40 kids to call me Mama Mato. Um, but yeah, so basically, it was just getting the maid cafe prepped after waking up, uh, making sure everything worked, and then our computer system decided to shoot itself. No. So we were on another two-hour delay, um, because at least it started the first part of the day, um, because it decided to, to kill itself, to seppuku itself, um, silently. Um, so, yeah, that was basically my Saturday to begin with. And then on top of that, I mean, my, my staff is good. They know how to handle stuff, but attendees don't know how to handle themselves. So when an event runs late, they're like, oh, my God, special snowflake. I've been waiting. I need to be accommodated. And while I do love attendees, I do know they make the con. I get it. Mm -hmm. I have to go by my line rules. If you cannot follow my line rules... It, that's just how it happens, take and a, things happen you, all the time. You simply take the, a walk, you know? Exactly. The problem is that I can only house 798 butts in seats for the whole weekend. Out of the 20,000 or so people that showed up this weekend, that's less than 10%. Um, so you have to wait. You have to be patient. You have to get a ticket. And that's just how it worked. Um, and we changed our system a little bit this year. Um, but I'll be that. I mean, um, barring that, I also participated in the new event called the Lolita Garden. Um, so I had to step away for that for a few hours, um, and that was fun. There were a few kinks and and nuances that they will work through themselves. Um, that basically were were things like having models do multiple looks. In a very quick succession. And in Lolita fashion, that's kind of frowned upon. Um, because models might be wearing fine jewelry or accessories that are very delicate. And you can't just have them ripping off one outfit to put on another outfit. Because um, it's a little bit disrespectful to the designers. But anyway, I digress. They overall did a good event and everything like that. Um, but again, you know, it's all figuring out how it works smoothly. A lot of my, my issues were things that, <clears throat> because it was a new venue, that's what we had. We had problems with the POS system. Um, I guess, uh, barring that, it was just a matter of, when you volunteer for me at the Maid Cafe, we try to be a family kind of thing. And so we get together and have a family dinner on Saturday night. So I basically finish up the show for the night, just in time for everybody to go get dressed and come back and go to dinner. Uh, we went over to Momofuku. Which has a location in New York, and I've always wanted to check it out. Um, so it was really, really cool. I got to have some of their ramen and uh, candy bar pie. So it was really nice way to that finish does the sound day. Delicious. Super good. Their ramen is probably one of the better ramens in the city. It's a 15 minute walk, so it is a walk, but you're going to get good food and good booze, and I had good company. <laughs> well, next time you come, um, next time you come up, I'm going to take you to a real good ramen spot, and that'll blow Momofuku out the water. Okay, and then um, after that, a bunch of my my gophers went to the gay bar, the town, 
Um, I was really tired, so I didn't go to the gay bar. But I heard it was a lot of fun. Um, and they apparently kept hearing their song. So, like, they'd get ready to leave, and then their song would come on for one of them, and so they could start breaking out dancing. But they finally made it back, and then the next day started. So, that was pretty much my Saturday. You don't say. That's exactly what I was singing to them. I told them that before they left. <laughs> I, it just came up, you know. Let's start a war. There you go. No, that's exactly. I said it like three times. You're welcome. Okay. That yeah, was good. All right. How was your Saturday? <clears throat> it was more the same as Friday. I was uh, dressed as a Ash from Hoenn the, the uh, for most of the day. Well, most of the day. Yeah, most of the most of the day, I believe. Um. <clears throat> I was one was one panel that was called, but that's not anime, which is a. Uh, you, I, I would just, I would just thought it was just a, a discussion on, on you know, what Western cartoons that are like anime influenced or uh, or the like, you know, they get mistaken for anime. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> but 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 these people, it's, it felt like they were trying to apply the. Like apply the term anime to non-Japanese animation and simultaneously say that certain animation is a certain uh, Japanese animation is not anime. And bye. Sorry about that. Love it. Are we all here? Yay! He's back. We're back. Yeah. We're talking about the flood. <laughs> Shit. Yes. Unfortunately, I don't have a separate machine where I can send the audio or the Skype call, or whatever, and it'll keep going. I don't have that type of money or luxury to set set up something like that. So I knew that was gonna happen. I was yeah. wondering. I was like, should we stop talking? Should I stop while it's yeah. nice? But no. Y you should stop talking because if I go down, the server go down. You can't. Yeah, the they won't hear down. you. I figured that was yeah. how it was. Yes. So pretty much. So like I Fuck. said, I said at the beginning of the at the top of the hour, um, the top of the show, this was going to happen, and the error message has something to do with my video card. So. I think I know what the problem is. I just gotta wait for the latest Windows 10 build to come down so I can do a clean install yet again. But I can't do that until after uh, Pop Cult because I want to get this last convention in and get this taken care of during my little lull before um, Anime NYC. But anywho, the last thing you were talking about, Ari, was this Pokemon um, panel or something like that. Anime panel. Oh, Kaiju League? No, the, 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 the panel about the science of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's basically evolution, how Pokemon uses it, versus evolution, how it's actually used. That, that's one of the big things they talked about. Okay. Do you mean we actually come from Magikarp? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Well, not quite that absurd. And the, the last one after that was a panel, which is a uh, refresher course on New Japan Pro Wrestling. And you know, talking about how awesome it is, how, you know, their uh, big event structure and how much how much more incredible the action is compared to WWE. Like, it's not even a comparison anymore. 
And, uh, yeah. And plus, I also found out that New Japan has a streaming service now. Okay. So uh, I might want to uh, get into that sometime soon, too. Gotcha. Okay, now... And then, you know, mm -hmm. then after that, I just came back to the room to decompress. And then went back to play some games for a while before just coming back. Of course, we also had the flood. Yeah, before we get into the flood, let me talk about my Saturday real quick. Um, more photography. Um... I checked out the Sailor Moon panel because I was trying to get my pop, my Funko Pop autographed, um, but I didn't because of the line on Friday. Oh, and by the way, I, I interviewed Sandy Fox, the voice of Chibi Moon, and after the interview, we had like a bit of a funny story because we we both know my old roommate. So yeah, anywho, so I went to the panel. I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe we'll get a, ch I'll get a chance to get my Funko Pop autographed here. We'll see how this plays out. So, now, here's the thing. They had some trivia questions. I'm like, you know what? I I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But, um... Anywho, I decided, you know, I'll put my hand up for the trivia contest. And... Why not? Put my hand up, whip my Artemis hat, get called up. And I'm thinking the question's going to be Nightmare Fuel because it was music. No, it was a very simple question. Um, what is the name of the opening theme to Sailor Moon Crystal, which is Moon Pride, and I end up winning Sailor Moon S uh, Season 3 Part 2. So that saved me some money, so thank you, Viz. Now, let's talk Flood, because I heard so much shit about that, and... And we can follow up with the email press release that we got from Otakon about it. So, who wants to go first? And please, make it quick. I wasn't, in, oh, I wasn't in any of the rooms when it happened. Mm -hmm. I just... I think I was out getting dinner when the uh, pipe burst or whatever. Gotcha. Now, how about either one of y'all? Did y'all hear... Were y'all there for that or hear anything? I heard so much about it. So much about it. I kept getting play-by-plays and updates and stuff, because I'm part of all the vending groups, because I vend at conventions. Um, and so, I don't want to, I mean, like, the fire and the flood, but without the fire. We didn't have the Fire Nation attack this time. We had the Water Nation attack, but it was more like the Foggy Swamp, because it was all putrid rainwater. Mm -hmm. uh, so it wasn't sewage like people previously thought. It was pu it was it was rainwater we had collected. Um, thankfully, though, the hotel I mean the convention center because the convention center is where the leaks were happening. There was at least five leaks in dealer's room, and then there were at least three others in the artist alley. Um, I'm sure that there were more, but those were the ones that I heard about before the pipe actually burst. Um, so. It was just also because there was tornado weather, so they're thinking that played a part in it, um, as well as just the sheer amount of us. <laughs> so, um, they did, however, work it out to replace either some or all of the merchandise that was damaged with the vendors and artists that got water damage. Um, I mean, I don't know for sure if 100% was covered, but I know that it, there was talks about the merchandise being taken care of. So That's good. As, as far as if they just wiped it off and made sure they were paid the difference or whatever, or somebody in their convention center staff just has a lot of water-flooded um, anime, you know, mm -hmm. not sure. Um, 
but that's basically what happened. And there was a play-by-play being filmed by the artists and pictures being taken. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I was hearing stories about the flooding that I heard that it went flooding happened at the rave. It happened in the game room. I saw pictures from Artist Alley. I was told that people in Artist Alley told Otakon on Friday and they didn't do anything. And I'm just like, that's not like them. But a press release was put out in regards to this. And I will go ahead and I will summarize this um, best I can. There was an incident in Artist Alley on Saturday. At 8 p.m., a rainstorm happened, and between 8, uh, between 8 and 8.05, water started coming down Artist Alley, and this was due to the fact that there was uh, backup water, water, there was backup of water from the roof drainage system. They, that didn't drain out properly. Well, that's not good. Can't have that. The water was runoff, not sewage or a gas leak. So it was regular everyday water. All attendees were cleared out. Affected tables were moved out of the way to prevent further damage. And they relocated the tables in a new layout. And the, and the artist alley was reopened. Uh, guidebook and social media was updated in regards to that. An email was sent out. Artist alley was reopened. And by the time they had reorganized Artist Alley, the water had stopped. And the majority of the flooding was cleaned up. Those who had their items damaged by the incident were to bring their, them to the Artist Alley ops booth to document the reporting. The building staff took reports. Um, artists were reimbursed. Um, also, there was... There were two artists that were injured. Um, they were okay. One was a twisted ankle. And another one fell, as I was told, cracked their skull. Um, but it says it was falsely reported. But And that was basically it. And I'm just summarizing that. Now, I made a post about this on my personal Facebook. Because I was like, yeah, sure. Because the person who co-runs Artist Alley hates my guts. And I'm just like, fuck you. But that's just a personal bias. So that's neither here nor there. So pretty much Otakon took care of it. People were reimbursed. Injuries were nil. Move on with our lives. Now, did everyone talk, finish their Saturdays or no? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, Sunday. I'll do Sunday briefly. Besides the ride, the travel going back, I did more photography. I was able to meet up with some more friends. Um, and that was basically it. Besides the fact I was doing so much walking around, which I didn't mind because the memory foam sneakers. Okay, uh, Wild Spice, how was your Sunday? My Sunday was all right. Um, pretty much staffed at the cafe, closed it up, got in and out of the dealer's room because it was too huge. So <laughs> I went, got what I needed, left. I didn't see the whole dealer's room at all because it was so big. Um, I did get to run into some friends and say hi to them. And then um, I did one last-minute photo shoot because she liked the lighting and the Marriott so much on Friday. We ended up shooting again on Sunday, different costume. So that was fun. Other than that, that was really it. Mostly just um, as soon as Oda Cafe shut for the day, clean up, load out, and we left after that. 
Okay. Ari, your Sunday? Um, well, you were there for most of it, so taking pictures, conducting interviews, traveling back home. We have got really lucky because as I pulled into the bus station in Mount Laurel, there was a bus right there about to head to New York. Mm. Like, like, I'm your man, holla! Yep, yep. And yeah, that's how everything went for me. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So Maid Cafe Sunday finally went smooth. Our POS system worked for us, so we didn't have any delay. But we only had two shows. Mm -hmm. And we still had to turn over... Oh, God. I think I still had to turn over 200 people away because they came to my door before we even opened. Um, and, and basically were like, can we line up? Where do we do... I'm like, it's not even 30 minutes before we open and you're here already? Go away. <laughs> I mean, I love the attendees. I do. But I needed them to go away. Because um, my access, unfortunately, access control. Hey, if you guys want to come down and volunteer for access control, we would love you for it. Um, as long as you do a good job. Because I'm very picky about my access controllers. I need you to control access. Um, because... It was like that. It was exactly yes. like Flight of... Not Flight of the Bumblebee, but it was it was basically like that. Flight of the Valkyries. Valkyrie. Flight of the Valkyries. Both works. Yes. Flight of the Bumblebee Valkyries. That sounds super cute. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it was basically really, really crazy before we even opened, and I had to shoo people away. And I was like, just leave. Just go. I mean, come back later, but go away. And so we ended up starting the day off on time. I mean, we were a few minutes late, but that's, like, to be expected, honestly. Um, and then we started up, and we got going. And everything went well, um, except for um, people misunderstanding the ticketing system um, and not understanding that we only had a certain amount of seats, even though it's posted pretty much everywhere that we only have 60 to 64 seats now. I mean, we expanded a third in our cafe, from 40 to 64 and we expanded our cast from like 20 uh, to 25 all the way up to like 30 to 40 and that still wasn't enough to cover everyone and make everyone happy the biggest complaint that I've had is basically that I cannot fit enough butts and enough seats um, but yeah so whenever they would come up and be upset I'd be like well go tell Otakon you want a bigger cafe and get people to volunteer for me I'm happy to have a bigger cafe if people volunteer um, so that was basically how that went. <laughs> and then, uh, the day ended, and there's a lot of new stuff because it's a new location, but it took me, like, maybe an hour and a half to pack up and have all my stuff out of my location. Um, and a lot of that was because they had people coming with the carts to do loadout, and they couldn't leave the carts. They had to take them with them, so it kind of sped us up, which was a little bit of a pain because uh, it, I, I, I try to do inventory while I do that so it just it it threw me for a loop but again I didn't have a socket wrench for my dolly or I would have done that mm. <laughs> and I couldn't get a socket wrench anywhere because our purchasing office had closed and the security guy couldn't give me one because liability with the hotel whoops but yeah, we um, walk our stuff back 
We yeah. didn't get a cart. We had to carry all of our tech equipment back to con ops, and then we had to carry the box back to the loading docks. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we had to carry everything back to the loading docks. So, thankfully, we were able to do that without um, not even worrying about it. We had a guy come up with one of the dollies, because I made sure, as soon as I started, like, as soon as we closed up for the day, I was like, Beth, go get the dolly right now. Go get the guy. Because I know if we don't do it right now, it's going to be hours. Literally hours before we have been into that room until like seven o'clock, eight thirty, waiting for a dolly to come just for our like ten boxes, thirteen boxes. So like I was like, go get them now, <laughs> and then we wrapped up our day. Um, it was pretty uneventful after that. It was just a matter of of kind of wrapping up. I was tired AF, so I went and took a nap. Yeah. Well, I I would say we got lucky leaving because I don't know if y'all realize. The elevators were pretty easy the whole weekend. It was that wasn't that much of a weight on them. And since we were on the fifteenth floor, we were able to get in and get out. We didn't have to deal with any of the going up to go down bullshit. Pretty much. And I'm kinda thankful for that. But To me the elevators ran pretty smoothly it throughout did. the whole weekend. And even with the crowds on the M levels, which for those of you who've never been in the Marriott Marquis DC, the M levels are the levels below street level. Well, the longest time I kept thinking they were the mezzanine, but they were the levels underneath the street level, and you, the the it, it switched from a sky bridge to a tunnel. If you've ever been to Oticon before, we had a sky bridge, but now it's a tunnel. Um, there's and a separate so, yes. sky bridge too. There is a separate sky bridge, but now there's a it's mostly a tunnel. And thankfully, even with all the crowds, there was not a really huge bottlenecking. Um, the escalators, as far as I know, never broke down. But I will leave that to be determined because I've yep. never heard a story of any of the escalators breaking down. Same. Um, and uh, overall, I think it went really well, and I think we've got a lot of room to grow. I think the only things we have to work on as a staff is communication and um, uh, having more staff on hand so we can actually handle uh, troubleshooting much more quickly. But that's the only two things, and if that's the biggest problem for me, um, I see us doing great things the next few years, so... Now, there was there was two main issues I heard from from a few people about complaints in regards to staff being rude. Now, here's the thing: whether it's hotel, convention center, or convention, there will always be rude staffers. It could be for various reasons, and you shouldn't be they shouldn't be rude at you. Whatever reason why they were, it was uncalled for. Now, if you come across rude staffers. Report them. Simple as that. And higher-ups will take care of it. Throughout my entire weekend, I had no problems with any rude staffers at all. I even thanked a few of them because I got lost trying to find places. Now, trying to get up to the Sailor Moon panel, they told me, go up the escalator, go around, come down, and around. And I realized I had made, I went in a total 360. I didn't realize if I stayed in the, the, the area where the connector was, Access to both escalators either side of the convention would have been perfect, but you live and learn, so now you know for next year. I did like the fact that you had that little hidden area for the Japanese street market. Granted, that food was expensive, but sometimes you got to eat. Um, outside of that, I'm definitely want, I'm definitely coming back. Give Otakon another shot because I liked what they did this year. I'm going to come back and do the whole sightseeing aspects. I want to do that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if you ever want to come down to D.C., I'm a local, I'm a yo local yokel, so just let me know and we can do a little D.C. day or something. 
Oh, that might be even better. But um, that sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, also, I felt that the convent it was too spread out. The honestly, they could have fit the dealers' room and artist alley in one section. Yes, I understand how spread out it was. I just felt it was too spread out. I'm like, I should have to walk this far down for the for this little space. I mean, for these for for the number of booths that were there. They could have cut it down by a third. Because what's happening now, a lot of conventions are putting all that in just one location, make it all easy. Some for some it works, others not so much, you know. That other than that, I don't have any pro problems. Well, hopefully next year staffers will be will know where everything is. I mean, give them a little quick PDF or guide where where shit was. Um, better needs better communication with press because I went to, when I went to the um to the masquerade, which was great by the way. They should have called it Love Live Masquerade. Um, that sounds like a Love Live spinoff, doesn't it? Something like that. They it took them a while to figure out where where press was sitting, and my recording it wasn't as good as it normally was because where I was sitting, but it is what it is. My only thing was I enjoyed the Love Live da dance routines. And I understand it takes a lot of practice and courage to do a reenact an entire sequence from Love Live. I get that. But what I want to see, I want to see something more original, like maybe you get the three you get one subgroup, get up there and do a performance like a normal uh pop group or something like that. I mean that I would like to see something like that. Other than that, it was good. I didn't stick around for winners because I'm like, I I gotta get out of here. Overall, I had a good time with Otakon. It was spread out, so if you have like issues with being in crowded places, that might flare up just a little bit when you're going through the connector and you're going through the main area where dealer's room and artist alley is. But once you go up the escalator and walk around, it spreads out and it opens up, so it's not so bad. Okay, uh, anybody else want to give their pros and cons real quick? I like the new convention center. The only prop, like, problem is I got you know hosed because the skybridge, the uh, you know the doors on the bottom floor just lead up in the street. It goes over. Mm -hmm. They were an exit only, and I figured that out the hard way. Gotcha. And so yeah, I also got turned around and didn't know where the uh, entrance was, and I'm like wandering around trying to find some place to uh, that, 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 either get back in or get back to the hotel. That happened to me too. Yeah, but I guess this is just normal shit for being in a new city in a yeah. new convention area. I and there were significantly less crazy people than I, than I was expecting. You know, stalking the convention area and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like I only saw I only saw one guy with a megaphone, and he was on Sunday. Gotcha. Um, Wild Spice. Yes. Your thoughts of Otakon? Otakon was great. This was my first year staffing after a hiatus for like six years, so I'm glad to be back staffing. I missed it a lot. Um, I like. I love the new space. It's spacious. We have room to grow in it, so we can expand there quite a bit. Um, I agree about the dealer's room and artist alley. I was just really overwhelmed. Like they were huge. <laughs> I feel like they don't need to be that big. But um, 
Yeah, I would maybe condense them. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, um, this I really like the space. It was good. Did you go? Um, my cons and pros and stuff uh, was a lot of work, and of course we had our bumps and our our things that went wrong. But honestly, I had a lot less go wrong than I was anticipating. Considering it was just our digital systems that were giving us the middle finger. Um. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGnetwork.com, use the passphrase, knee. That was pretty much it. And then, of course, the consistent problem of people thinking they're clever. And then I've never thought that I would, oh, a reservation system would be so much more easy. No. No, it wouldn't, because we run in shows, and if somebody shows up late, it ruins it for everyone. So no reservation systems, at least maybe not until next year. No soup for you. Go ahead. I said no soup for you. No soup for you. Mm. But yeah, no, basically it went well, and uh, I mean, I I have staff goes to feedback so that I can actually get feedback, so I can use the feedback and get better. And um, I literally, the main feedback I get is that I don't have enough seats for enough butts gotcha and that's it okay now due to our system going down um i am going to skip our closing sequence and go right to the ending so i will edit in the music after the post wrap-up so when you hear the the re-airing you'll hear the music but and because of that um no Skype line tonight. Much as I wanted to do the Skype line, I'm, I will not have it on tonight. Also, my Skype computer is telling me it's running out of space, so i got to figure out how to take care of that. So, anywho. Now, at this point, we're going to get into the best part of the show. Strange news from Japan. And as you all know... Mako-chan always finds a way to fuck us over one way or another in a hilarious way. She always figures out a way to fuck us. So, Can I take the last one? Uh, I sure. Um, Ichigo, you said your voice was kind of shot, right? I mean, I can take one of them. Uh, you mean like the first one, the, the crowdfunding? Go for it, and Wild Spice can take the second one. Cool beans! So, much like crowdfunding in America, new Japanese friend funding app lets lets you ask for your your pals for money crowdfunding style. A platform allows you to set up projects that only your friends can contribute funds to. Like Facebook, when you attach it to your GoFundMe. Um, One of the great things about crowdfunding is that it allows people with creative vision to engage engage in financial backers on a more personal level, something which greatly helps in funding of personal passion projects. But what if you want to market your idea on even a more intimate scale? The developers of mobile app Polka think they have the answer. Polka is administered by a popular Japanese crowdfunding site, Campfire, and we have to su- to thank for the Shinto Shrine Maiden swimsuit. Oh my! But instead of the internet wide cast by conventional crowdfunding, Polka is specifically designed to let you use the harness of power of social media to ask your friends for money. Polka developers refer to it as a friend funding app, but the first stages of the process work just like regular crowdfunding. Crowdfunding, sorry. 
You start by registering a title for your project, then write a description of what you want the funds to do. Upload promotional images and set your funding goal, backer awards, and deadline. Mm. But then friend funding diverges from crowdfunding in a critical way. As the final step of the process, Polka has you designate which of your social media friends and followers you'd like to share the friend funding project information with. This, to me, doesn't seem any different from any other system, but okay, including Facebook, Twitter, Line, and Instagram. The friends you designate will be the only ones allowed to access your pro- project's Polka page and also the only ones you contribute funds to it. Some of the potential plans Polka mentions on its promotional material are pricey social events like having a wedding party for a mutual friend or traveling with a group of pals. In these cases, the apps act like a clearinghouse which collects the funds and deposits them into the project, project lend- leader's bank account with being able to participate in the party and trip as a suggested reward. Oh my gosh, that's an idea. Other than undertakings mentioned in the video are pooling co-workers' resources to buy a knife coffee machine for the office. Okay, that's, that's, that's an honorable one. And financing a personal art exhibition at a gallery. The app is available on iOS and Android devices and allows project durations for a maximum of up to 30 days. While that's not as long as some crowdfunding sites, the one-month cap seems appropriate since after 30 days... Talking with any friends who still haven't pledged funds to an ongoing project is going to get very awkward. Mm. Hashtag rude. Um, funding goals can be set as high as 100,000 yen, or 910 US dollars, or as low as 300 yen, which is roughly $2.75. Although, honestly, if you can't scrounge up 300 yen coins to scrape together, we're not sure how you're paying for your smartphone on which to run the Polka app in the first place. Whoops. Um... Yeah, I agree with that little snarky, salty ending to that article, because, honestly, I feel like it's not a new market. <laughs> like, all crowdfunding apps do that. It's just maybe a, a more stringent way to to uh, monitor who who is donating to you and making sure they're not trolls and scammers. But it's honestly the same damn thing every other crowdfunding app does. <sighs> I am... H-O. Honestly, this kind of does nothing for me because, like, for as long as I can remember, like, any, whenever I've, like, told my, like, close friends about, like, what I'm doing, like, you know, like, people, like, grew up with them, I'm like, they go out of their way to tell me that they're not, you know, supporting me or whatever, you know? As, at, I, as if, like, I can't support you. That would be cheating or, like, some weird unlogic shit like that. Doing this makes it easier to borrow Axe money from people to help you. Whereas, you know, if you pull them aside and you don't have, you really don't want to tell them, at least with this app, you could properly put it together, send them the link, and like check it out, you know, and then, yeah. I get it, but. Wild Spice. Did we lose? Okay, so I'm actually kind of excited about this because I love me some ramen. So, mm. noodle-free ramen? Cup noodle maker ditches the noodles in new ramen broth soups. What? Huh? So, these are, yeah, these are low-calorie alternatives to replace the carbs with something else. <laughs> so, just like a plate of spaghetti with no sauce makes for a bland meal, ramen noodles don't have all that much flavor. When you passionately devour a bowl of ramen, most of what you taste is the broth, which is why you'll often hear ramen enthusiasts proudly championing their 
preferred soup stocks, but rarely do they wax poetic about the noodles themselves. Understanding this, Nissan, in a bold move for the maker of cup noodle instant ramen, has released a line of products called No Noodle Ramen. Like a standard cup of instant ramen, each has broth, meat, and green onion, but the noodles have all been replaced with cubes of tofu. Yeah. I might want to try this that. Month- mm-hmm. I might want to try that. Yeah, yeah I'm actually... In- yeah, it does. Um, they're adding two new flavors to the lineup this month, starting with tonkotsu, which is the traditional pork stock, which is the most popular kind of ramen broth. Mm. If you want something with more kick, the other new cover is tantan, which is made with spicy chilies and sesame. And they're going to be about 170 yen, which is $1.50 in U.S. money. And the no-noodle tonkotsu tofu soup is only going to be 67 calories, and the tantan version 76 calories. Okay, so that's what I meant by no noodles. Yep. Honestly, Dropping that I calorie count. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it past them to just not ha- to have not put the uh, tofu in it. You know, just a cup of hot ramen stock with a beef and onion in it. Yeah, I mean, I just per- sometimes I just like sipping the broth from it. So I make miso soup with tofu on the regular. That's actually what I made today for lunch, so this is right up my alley. Love miso soup. I'm not big on tofu, but I give it a try. Oh my gosh, some of the comments. Ramen noodles don't have all that much flavor. You can't understand the delicate and profound taste of Japanese food. Eat only vulgar American food. Uh, cup of haters. So it's basically... What do we got here? A cup of haters? <laughs> so, it's, so it's basically a soup in a cup? Yeah, but it's everything but instead of noodles, it's on the, it's the vegetables and tofu. Yeah. But yeah, that's the comments underneath the article. Hmm. Alright, last one. Criminal discovered living in, a, in between arcade games and a Japanese... Amusement Arcade. Oh boy. <clears throat> According to Kobe Shimbun newspaper, the same paper that bought us news of a man attacking people looking at their phone screens when they walked. What? <clears throat> a 30-year-old man of no fixed abode, what a surprise, was arrested recently on suspicion of trespass for living in an amusement arcade. According to detectives, the defendant has some match lived there by wedging himself between arcade machines and hiding. The plot thing has also transpired that he had been breaking into a local junior high school and other buildings to steal, to steal money, bags, and students' PE kits. Despite working a part-time job in a city, the accused had, by breaking into schools and other buildings, managed to steal money and goods, adding to about one and a quarter million yen, about eleven thousand and change in U.S. dollars. <clears throat> Explaining how the man became homeless, police revealed the defendant had left his home in Kyoto last year because of a breakdown in the relationship with his mother. Relying on a friend, he lived. He moved to Kobe City in Hyogo Prefecture before taking up residence in the arcade, even staying in cheap lodging houses and 24-hour manga cafes. Police described the, the criminal as having himself in between arcade machines. While amusement arcades or game centers, as they're known in Japan, are poorly lit and often either <clears throat> until and open either until late or sometimes 24 hours, it seemed hard to imagine that someone could have lived there without being noticed. 
and we have comments like, it seems you could probably live inside a pop and music arcade machine. Like, the Ephraim machines would probably be pretty hot. In a big arcade, it wouldn't be impossible to live in some of the dead space behind some one of the larger machines. If there was a decent hiding spot, you'd go into and come out of without security cameras or staff seeing you. You can hide in there whenever the shop opened or closed. Line up empty seats asleep on there when no one was around. And, ah, uh, Kobe as usual. Huh. Well, at least he's not living in a bathroom. Also, I like how this, uh, the first image in this article is, it shows an old Street Fighter cabinet, like, yeah. from, like, not not just, like, you know, Street Fighter 1, but, like, the old, like, first version of it with the two, uh, yeah, Street you know, Fighter, precious, Street Fighter the 1, yeah. pressure sensitive actuators instead mm -hmm. of the, uh, classic six-button layout. Yeah, the, yeah, the original Street Fighter, yep. Well, I have to admit, Mako-chan didn't break us this time. I guess she decided to give us leniency. I don't know. But... Let's not question it, otherwise she will come back with some truly horrible shit. Well, that's her goal, essentially.
going to bring this show to a close. I just want to say to everyone, thank you for listening, thank you for supporting us, thank you for sticking around when my system crashed. <sighs> it's embarrassing, but it's live radio. What, what can you do? Um, before we continue, I just want to let you know that our Town Hall podcast is scheduled for August 29th. We're going to talk about some issues going on in the cosplay community. It'll be a round-robin style, so be on the lookout for that episode. It's in two weeks. So, if you like what you heard, tell a friend, they in turn will tell another friend, and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, what we tell you, what we like and don't like, is straight up honesty and it's no bull. So, if you have any questions for us, thoughts, ideas, whatever, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com. We're on our website, we post our convention reviews, anime reviews, cosplay tutorials, links to our photos and videos, our podcasts, editorials, and a lot more. And also, you can find our podcast not just on our website, but also on other sites as well. You can find it on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the VOD Network forums, where it's posted every week. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. Swing by and check them out. Twitter.com slash anime jam session. Uh, follow us there for updates on our, our, on our uh, social media, website, conventions, and a lot more. Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. Follow us there for updates, um, our videos, our photo, cosplay photos, and so much more. And I'd just like to say to everybody who follows us on our social media, thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate the love. As long as you continue to like and support us, we will bring you more content. And that's what we're all about. And don't forget, we are not the only podcast here on the VOD Network. Uh, there is the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Bully and Hooked on Bond. So we're going to go around the room. Last word, Ari. Uh, I just want to get to bed. Then and done. Tired again. Gotcha. Last words, Ichigo. I had a lot of fun, and even with all the stress and almost losing my voice, it was still pretty awesome. I made some new friends and had a lot of fun, and look forward to running the same event next year. Yay. Uh, but more, with more gray hairs. Uh, no, more blue hairs, there to you be go. honest. Last words, Wild Spice. I am also ready for bed. 
<laughs> I'm still so wiped out from the con. Like, uh. <laughs> my last words. Um, I have to pick up a new speed light because mine is starting is getting damaged. So I gotta take it in and get it fixed. But at the same time, I gotta take care of that. Do laundry for upcoming pop cult and all this other chaos. So I'm running it. I'm running it all cylinders in all directions. So. That is it. End of list. We'll be back next week where we will talk about Pop Cult Anime Con. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Ichigo. And I'm Wild Space. <sighs> Say goodnight, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. Awesome. See you next week. been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressions on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!